0: Here is my reality reflection for today. Okay, picture me in a garage staring at the wall as far away as I possibly can because there are people who are putting up solar panels next door. I am down here in Florida, the beautiful sunshine state, visiting my mom, and then I have a talk in Miami and Fort Lauderdale, and I just can't catch a break. <laughs> So I apologize for any drilling or massive sounds that you hear. I'm doing the best I can. Okay, so in my prayer, which wasn't so silent today, I think we all need to remember that being a Christian means that we suffer. So the, the phrase in the readings, the first readings today is so important and I want you to think of Saint Paul and Barnabas talking to us directly. So I'm gonna go there. It's Acts fourteen, nineteen through twenty eight. In those days some Jews from Antioch and Iconium arrived and won over the crowds. They stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, supposing that he was dead. But when the disciples gathered around him, he got up and entered the city. On the following day, he left with Barnabas for Derb, or Derby. Not sure how that's pronounced. After they had proclaimed the good news to that city and made a considerable number of disciples, they returned to Lystra and to Iconium and to Antioch. Excuse me. They strengthened the spirits of the disciples and exhorted them to preserve in the faith, saying, It is necessary for us to undergo many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. I'm just going to end it there. Because it goes on that they appointed presbyters for them. But the, the deal is this. They just lit people on fire. They shared salvation of Jesus And lots of people are now disciples, right? They made a considerable number of them. But then they had to strengthen the spirits of the disciples and exhorted them to persevere in the faith, saying it is necessary for us to undergo many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. So what are you struggling with? It is is okay. We are not supposed to have this perfect life. I'll tell you this. I am still battling hives. And I thought, well, I'm going from Illinois to Florida. Maybe I won't break out. Well, last night from 11 o'clock at night till about four in the morning, I was on fire. I had broken out in hives head to toe. I was itching. The sheets felt like sandpaper. I could not sleep. I could not just, I was just miserable and I kept offering it. I'm like, Mary and Jesus, take this suffering, divvy these good, you know, my good works. I unite them to Jesus on the cross for people who are in pain and don't know you, for those who are lost, for those who are indifferent to Mary. And I just kept offering it up. Now, I didn't feel all great about it. I mean, sometimes we suffer and we don't deal with it very well. So take a look at your own life. What is going on? Maybe it's relationship issues or you're in a funk of some sort and you just can't seem to find your joy or you're actually sick or you have, you know, issues with your your boss or you're just not ready today to face what you have to face. Like I got to jump in a car and drive two and a half hours down to Miami Last thing I want to do, but I am looking forward to it because I know that I am going to persevere in the faith and I'm going to evangelize tonight by sharing my God stories as we talked about yesterday. So if you didn't hear yesterday and you're thinking, I'm not an evangelizer or I don't know how to evangelize, I would like you to listen to that episode because every single one of us can and should evangelize. And we should know that it is necessary for us to suffer. You know, there, that, that denomination like the health and wealth gospel, you are not rich and you are not healthy and you are not this because you don't pray enough and you're not, you know, happy enough kind of thing. If you just believed it would all come to you. And that is a bunch of baloney because Jesus suffered. And if you read the gospel, it's clear that he says, hey, it, I was called here to suffer and die for you. So it wasn't just, I'm going to be crucified, which is, I think is suffering enough. He went through such agony and pain, and every drop of his blood was for us. So the next time that you're in a funk The next time you're arguing with someone, the next time that you have some suffering in your life, it could be physical, it could be mental, it could be emotional, it could be spiritual, rest on the fact that we can get through this with joy and love. When Jesus picked up that cross to carry it to Calvary, he hugged it. He loved it because he knew that all of his suffering was for good. So when you're in that moment of suffering, you have to remember that God's allowing this to happen in your life. And he's allowing it for a reason. It's either for you to be more faithful and to turn to him more, or it's for others to see how graceful you are. In suffering, you're being a witness of a true Christian to say, I give it all to God. He's allowing this to happen. So I'm trusting that something good will come out of this in some way. And then you've got to pay attention, right? Realize when you're wallowing in your own pity or grief that you've got to pull yourself out. You've got to give it to God, offer it up as a a meritorious offering for the sinners, for your own petitions. Don't let it go to waste. I forget a lot to offer up. Even things like impatience. I'm down here with my mom, love her to death, but boy, I can be impatient with her. And I just got in the car, she picked me up from the airport and we got lost. And I was like, okay, this is starting out real good. But I could have been a snotty brat, but instead I giggled and I said, Lord, thank you that my mother is here. Thank you so much for still having her on this earth where I can spend more time with her here. And I just gave it to God. That is what that statement means. We are to suffer in order to get into the kingdom of God. We are going to be persecuted. We're going to be laughed at. We're going to be made fun of if we're living and speaking the truth. If we're afraid to tell people that we don't think abortion is godly and it's an evil deed or that we don't support homosexuality or this transgender stuff, if we just sit there and decide to not suffer here on earth and we'll just go to heaven, we're going to have to account for that. We're going to have to look at Jesus and say, yeah, I didn't want people to not like me down here. Instead, Jesus is calling us to a higher calling, greatness of boldness, of truth with love. So we must speak it. It may hurt, may not be easy, That person may be upset, but in the end, you need to remember the audience of one and what that audience did for you. We owe him that, don't we? I mean, heck, we're not going to be like Paul. Paul was stoned and they left him for dead. And Paul gets back up and goes right back into the city. Come on, people. We don't have those kind of trials in our lives, we are not going to have a life and death situation with us standing up for Jesus and all that he has given us, blessed us with to help save other souls. Lord, if you want me to be one big hive this whole trip, I will do my best to accept that cross with love and joy. And I'll go to the, <laughs> to the local drugstore and get more Benadryl because I'm almost out of my 100-bottle thing. Lord, I will still be joy. I will still love. And I will give you all the credit. So let's embrace our cross, know that we're supposed to suffer, but do it with joy and dignity and with God because anything we do with him is going to be so much lighter and less burdensome. Embrace the suffering, because in the end, there will be such bliss, and God will be so happy. You, good and faithful servant, come into my kingdom. All righty, everyone. I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day.